0: What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 306. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon merch shop, Snappy's upcoming week, music, Halloween, news, conspiracies, fishing, football numbers, let's go, Boy Scouts, dicks, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, no skinny. He was invited, but he said he was in another town, so couldn't be here.
1: Man, it happens, man. There's It's been busy. Fall is a busy time of year for most people. Right. Well, he came over last night.
0: And uh, it was real boring, so we might just be like, fuck that. I'll explain maybe in a minute. Um, first thing we'll get to is our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Um, go there. You can join an exclusive club of individuals who have one common purpose, to unite this world through a podcast and uh, and give some money to it. So if you want to join that cause, you can go there. Also, you can get early access to the podcast with a dollar more a month. And then also uh, give enough money to be a co-producer like my mother, Marshall Darmanish bear ItchaboyH2.com, and Graveyard Entertainment, who's also kind of like our marketing department. You know, they share the fuck out of the podcast. We appreciate them. And Brad Strags. He's on a patron, but uh, he does share the fuck out of the podcast. So we appreciate that. Uh, You know, one of the few fans we got out there.
1: Hell Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, Snappy or Snappy Skinny came over last night normally on Mondays. Uh, because we're recording this way early because you have a lot of busy shit we'll get to in a minute. Uh, so he normally comes over on Mondays, but I'm kind of in this mode of working on my next music project that I would like to get finished before uh, my next one's out. And uh, I just wasn't in the mood to like make beats necessarily, you know. And then Koopy, um, still doesn't like the fact that I don't like her to listen to my music before it's done, you know. I don't know, I'm just like, oh, I don't know, and so. It turned the whole thing, and then I just sat here and we listened to a few songs, but they all sounded shitty. And then we just smoked some weed, you know. And then I was like, "Alright, see you, man." <laughs> so I was like, "I oh, don't know." It just wasn't a wasn't a good fun vibe like normal. So I think that scared Skinny away. He's like, "I ain't coming over to that podcast house."
1: I doubt it, man. Man, he knows what's up. You know, he knows we have an off day some days. Could be, maybe
0: we'll see. Um... So what's your uh, big week? You know, you got a big week planned, right?
1: Well, uh, uh, early. yeah, the uh, co-manager I work with at the dispensary, he uh, does a biker rally. He's the main DJ and probably security at these places and has been for like 10 years. And there's a lot of biker rallies in this uh, part of the state. Well, it's actually up towards Prague more. Long. right. So Route 66 bike rally is what they call it. I think it's in Depew. Anyways, he's gonna be gone for three days, so I gotta pull doubles because, yeah, we only got three people that work there us two and a a weekend dude. And uh, he don't, he he don't ever cover during the week, and uh, it is what it is. I mean, I I ain't saying a lie, so right. (laughs) And uh, so I agreed to cover, but then like a week after I agreed to cover, uh, my wife's moving on up where she works, or at least you know. Get an opportunity so, of some get, sort. get opportunities and whatnot And so they're sitting around this uh, conference In Arizona this same week And I'm gonna be working 10 to midnight So I gotta get up at like 6.45 in the morning Get the kids to school Right You know Go back home Dick around for about an hour And go to work Right And then I'll get home Should be fun It's gonna be exhausting Right So you're pulling some doubles And being a single parent
0: Should be a good time <clears throat>
1: Yeah, but uh, the uh, bigger sister, she's going to make sure dinner's made and, you know, stuff right. like that for her little brother. So it's all going to be it'll all be all right. I just got to get them to school. Got to get my ass up early. So I'll be <laughs> running on like four hours of sleep the next three days. Like, oh, one of these days, it's fucking inventory day. That's well, fine. Well, it wouldn't be so bad, but after a long fucking day, like if I only had, you know, my, my eight hour shifts and knockout some inventory, cool. After, you know, 14 hours, like, like, get the fuck out of here, man. Right. I mean, you can't weigh any of it until you're done unless you just want to be subtracting receipts the last hour and really So, so yeah, I got to like wait till the it's over to do inventory because I still got customers coming in all night. Right. But it sucks after a 15 hour day.
0: Well, we're going to blame skinny because we had our first audio problem. And if he was here watching it, that wouldn't have happened because that's how this has worked so far. So uh restart the computer. Hopefully we'll be all good to go.
1: Yeah, I'll c- try to keep an eye on it. I got a little uh a little high, I guess. Nah, you're all good. <laughs> uh
0: it happens. Um all right. Stuff happened in the world. Very small thing happening, but I saw where Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt guy, like you know, the guy who attempted to assassinate Ronald Reagan, have you word that? They're letting him out of jail, I think. And uh People were real upset about it on the news the other morning, and I was like, "How long does this man have to sit in jail for attempting to assassinate?" So like, maybe if you deem that is forever, then I guess it's okay. forever.
1: Anybody that's been in justice knows things can get worded in a certain way, and it wasn't even what happened. Maybe I wasn't there. I don't know. I didn't. But I mean, I think he
0: totally tried to kill Ronald Reagan. Well, but I don't
1: know, like what, how far he got. You know, like if it's you know some extra charge, right? Like, well, like they made it heavier than every time he's
0: something. up till now, I believe every time he's come to the parole board, they go, no, because he tried to kill the president, you know? And so like, that's just where it ends. Um But my thing is like, then just say that's the, that is the punishment life without parole, you know, right. I don't know if that's what it is. So it's just weird that it keeps happening. And, uh, I'm maybe they are fucked oh, forever, but if we live in a world where we like pretend that there's a justice system that like we're supposed to do shit and help people, then I think we should try.
1: Yeah, I mean, back in the day, like, even threatening the president was a big fucking thing, but you know, in the last eight years, we've kind of seen all kinds of shit being right. said about the president nothing happening, so I don't know what the rules are anymore, to be honest.
0: A friend of the podcast, Hexel, who called in, I don't know, a couple months ago, he uh, tweeted something about how he wanted to fuck Hillary Clinton uh, recently, and then he tweeted, again, I think this is all a lot, that the Secret Service showed up to talk to him about it, and he had everyone going on about it, but I can't See, this is where my memory gets foggy. I thought he tweeted the next day, like, guys, I was totally fucking bullshit. But if if not, it'd be so much funnier. But it might have all just been, you know, him joking around. But either way, it's funny shit.
1: It's interesting.
0: Yeah, funny shit from Hexman. Now, get suicided that way, you know. So oh. I think you should be careful.
1: Oh, hell no. I'll keep that out of my mouth then. Shit. Right.
0: <laughs> shit. I would love to be suicided and be on someone's uh, conspiracy theory videos. I'd be fucking infamous, you know. I, I ain't ready yet. Right, I understand. I understand. Uh, I really think my music could blow up if they put me on the, you got suicided by the Clinton foundation list. And then, um, people be like, Oh, he made music. I'm going to check that out. You know?
1: Uh, I, yeah. One of my new fri- friends on Facebook that, uh, he's a friend of the dude at the shop and he done the window painting at my dispensary. Yeah. It looks good. Uh, well, he added me to some music groups. So I shared your foreign whip song. So if you got some random lessons,
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That song was interesting. Um, we're recording it. See, it's been like five days since it's been out. The first couple days, a lot of listens. A lot of people sharing it that are like friends of mine in real life that normally don't listen or share my music, it seems. And uh, I was like, oh, this is really good. And then the last couple of days, like no listen. Like, it just fell off for some reason. And that happens. I mean, I'm it's whatever. I have a whole album coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, but anyway.
1: Fuck it was it. just weird because I don't know if like they looked at my profile or what to figure out, you know, add me to a music group. So... Right. I, shared, I, shared, I shared you and Brad Shrek, so i was looking for some uh sir nasty and uh southern comfort and I right. hadn't got them done yet but
0: yeah uh they are all on facebook you can search all these people they have facebook pages um i believe because i've tagged them and random stuff right. southern comfort has a bunch of songs just i guess we have on an update since they're co-producers of uh this shit graveyard A bunch of songs coming out here in October, just at random dates. I think he's doing a bunch of singles, and then at the end, going to release it as one collection, something like that. So be uh, following
1: Southern Comfort. Yeah, they ought to get some good plays, you know, considering their style of music uh, in this month of Halloween. So
0: It makes total sense. Same with Brad Strix. Apparently, uh, it should have already come out uh, the Friday before, um, and he was on this last episode. So y'all go also listen to that if you miss it for some reason. And uh, they have a horrorcore album coming out for October. So, yeah, spooky season. You know, uh, I would say I always wanted to be really into Halloween, but I'm just, I don't participate. You know? I
1: always was into Halloween and I played the part and I done the dress up just so I could, my fat ass could get some candy. Right. I man, understand I ain't, that. I, There ain't no lies about it, man. I don't know if I, I don't even care about the ghosts and goblins, but if I got to dress up to get candy, you know, all right.
0: Yeah. I mean, as a kid, for sure. I mean, trick or treating was the best. I mean, they're. I don't know how anyone can have a problem with trick-or-treating. I mean, if you do, you're just a fucking weird person. Uh, but trick-or-treating was great, especially when we grew up. Uh, I would think ours was probably pretty similar, you know. Uh, you know, you actually walk house to house. Like it wasn't just going to rich neighborhoods. It was you went to like everyone's house in the whole town. Cause we were I was in a small town and uh Long Grove was a little bigger than where you could, but not super big, I don't believe. Um, I don't know how your shit worked, but uh you know, us, we would walk from fucking all the way up down 8th Street, D Street, like everything. Like, yeah. you'd walk the whole fucking town, right. you know, to get candy. And now it's like, well, we're going to trunk or treat events or whatever, you know.
1: Well, I mean, sometime between the time we was kids and now, you know, everybody was shooting up the candy with all their... Uh, no, I don't think that's ever been proven by anyone. Well, at least, you know, that was the theories. Like, my mom was hardcore. She she went through every piece of candy we ever had, dude. Yeah, someone I uh, mean,
0: Pranked I, your mom pretty good there.
1: So, anyways, I mean, she was always looking for shit. You know, we yeah. never found any, like you said. Right? You know, probably never proven, but you know, I guess that's a theory.
0: It's one of those uh, urban legend things, yeah. But I don't think it's ever but been proven
1: here in the town we live in. Everybody should feel ashamed. Everybody that lives in Aiden's surrounding community. There's two rich neighborhoods and they get flooded. Yeah, it's so <laughs> crazy. No, no other trick-or-treating goes on. No one even bothers go to the west side. Yeah. So, they go to these two rich neighborhoods and like... I love the kids. I tried to take the kids one time it was the dumbest thing ever.
0: It was like a parade. Like, it's just lines of kids from all over town going to these rich neighborhoods. And the only reason I know of this is because when I... My first Halloween in Ada when I was in college, I didn't have any friends. i just got arrested for marijuana, and uh, I just was trying to not get in fucking trouble. And I hung out with this one kid that I went to nerd camp with. I won't say his name because i probably talk shit about him at some point on this podcast. And I hung out with him and his friends because he was from Ada. And um, I, try, I, don't know, I try to enjoy it right or whatever, but I just looked around. I was like, this is how it works? Because that's how it worked. I mean, then even so this is me right out of high school. Uh, and I was like, they just go to the rich neighborhoods. And he was like, yeah, bro. It's how it always works. I'm like, oh, this is fucking oh, weird. Oh yeah.
1: Like That's there's so people with just truckloads of kids just pull up and drop their kids out and their kids run up and ne- down Oh, dude. And so there's lines of cars and you can't get back out and yeah. The reason I
0: don't I never hung out with this kid, uh I hung out with him one more time after this, and we ate at Blue Moon Cafe, and there was a table of, of black people, you know, like college age people, just they there talking. They're ibonics, if you will, and he was like God, the way those n words talk, I can't stand it. I went, no. whoa, and he was like, "What?" I was like, "We are never hanging out again, ever." But we went to nerd camp to like that's the only reason I was hanging. Out. And he was like, "What do you mean?" I'm just saying, not all of them, just the way they were talking. I was like, "Yeah, man, no, this is never gonna happen." <laughs> right. This is like, like oh, wow, like I don't
1: know, like, I'm not gonna schooled, rat you out. At least she scolded him right then and told him what was yeah, up, and uh, not that's true. Uh, so, applause. Uh, I mean, I had nothing to lose.
0: You know, at that point. So I was like, I don't don't know. It was weird. That was like one of the only moments because I guess being in the town I was in, everyone kind of knew I was down with the hip hop music and stuff. And so they just wouldn't say that to me, probably. And this dude just said it. And I was like, oh, my God, you just say the N word, like racistly? like just so open. It was fucking weird. It was a strange moment. Um, And because he wasn't country, you know, he was like a preppy white kid, you know, I don't know. It just really... Threw me, threw me off. Um, oh, random shit I wrote on my list here. Um, to fact check myself from last week or whenever it was, about the Haitians. Remember all the Haitians and the, the cops on horses and with the whips and shit yeah. And people were real upset about? It. And all I was saying was if Trump was president, this would be a huge fucking deal, way bigger deal than the people are making it at the moment. And uh, maybe people have already forgotten by the time this episode comes out. But turns out there were 10,000 Haitians in this like city of Texas and they were all under a bridge. You I know mean, a little bit more of this, I saw a little bit more of the story. I don't say that makes it better. And again, our last week, I didn't say it was wrong for them to do that. I'm just saying if Trump was president, it would have been definitely handled or shown differently on the news. Uh, I can't imagine 10,000 uh, immigrants. you know, even if they're refugees, that's great. I mean, I'm not saying they're not or whatever. That's a lot of motherfucking people. Yes, it is. And then also people thought they were from the most recent earthquake in Haiti, but actually they're from the earthquake that happened back in like 2007. If you remember that, uh, the the Clinton Foundation was embezzling money, I believe, through all that. If people want to connect back there earlier, Um, apparently they went to Central America and over the last 15 years have been working their way up towards America. And uh, they heard that the borders were open, so they went ahead and took their chance and it's like, I don't know, man, that's a long time from that last earthquake for you to claim you're well, a refugee from, from, from that one. I mean, what is that? 2007 and now it's close. I mean, it's close. It's like 14. Well, it's <laughs> so. 21, so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just, there's a little more context that I just was saying from the pictures I saw originally were my thoughts last week, but.
1: Man, I was uh, that, that picture of that dude on the horse and it looks like kids trying to get away. That's his reins coming out. He was not whipping nobody. Right
0: that is another part they weren't whips they were reins that they used to try to help control the horses yeah
1: uh, so it all depends on which camera angle you want to you know argue i
0: guess right right and honestly speaking of like the new stuff i think i'm slowly starting to get the QB, so we're just going to document it here on this podcast where she's starting to see how the news is kind of all about making you feel shitty you know, like in general. So like I mentioned, we lately when I wake up, I just turn on the news because we have this antenna and I'm like, fuck it, we got it. I'm going to see what's on. And I kind of keep informed with uh, shit. And today it was just like one after another of like depressing, 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 depressing scary, scary, scary. Like nothing was at all positive. positive man. And she was like, oh my God, I was like, this is every day. Coop. <laughs> like I was kind of like getting all worked up about it. But uh, I don't know. It's, it's just crazy the way it's all handled. Uh, one news for that. I, that actually, I want to ask you about if you knew something about is there was a sex trafficking suspect arrested in a, um, there was a story and I know a little bit cause Coopie, you know, works at the school and stuff. So, uh, it was before I worked there. Um, there was this guy and he actually, I did work there just when I first started. Cause I remember he looked 30 years old, but he was an 18 year old kid or whatever. And, uh, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And he was uh, got arrested for sex trafficking, convincing girls to go be a stripper somewhere or whatever. And it turns out there was like fucking Russian mafia, putting them into being hookers or some shit. I don't know. Uh, it, was, it was all this crazy shit. And then they said today another guy was arrested in connection, I think, to that same thing. And they think, showed us picture.
1: I think there were like four of them, but it seemed like they were working out of the city more.
0: Right, I think there are four, because it said, the one they got it in, they said there's three others, and one of the three others was a Chicago Bears football player. Yeah. And I was like, well, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, hey, why I, did y'all doing it I didn't really recognize
1: name? the name.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I, I, he, maybe. Right. It just seems like it'd be a bigger story with that attached to it, you know? But it's like, why am I just hearing this on the what, news they today? They want to keep those stories hush-hush,
1: and I don't get it.
0: Yeah. Exploit that shit. Yeah, they'd rather... Make you scared about it's stuff cool. that would make you go buy things. You know, like for instance every morning in the last few days, because I remember the image was really cool. Apparently there's all these ships just chilling out in the ocean, all these cargo ships, right? And the way I understand it at the moment, and we're recording this pretty early, uh all all these companies ordered a bunch of shit from overseas. Like extra toilet paper, extra Coke, extra whatever the fuck they are buying, right? And they went to stock their shelves, and they all ordered more than their distribution centers could actually hold because they thought we were going to have another big moment of, like, everyone was just fucking going through shit on the shelves, right? All right. And uh, so now the ships are just sitting out in the ocean because there's nowhere for the products to go, and it's just, like, miles and miles of ships in the ocean. But they show the story twice every morning all week. To, like, better look out. You won't be able to get your new big screen TV for Christmas. You better buy it now. Like, the whole thing is about getting you scared about what you can't find, so you better go to the store and buy it. And right. like, It's so obvious to me that it's like corporations are wanting this story ran because they order too much shit, and I don't know. Yeah, that
1: controls what gets played.
0: Yeah, and it makes me feel weird to be so conspiratory about it, but I just think, uh, again, and even to the COVID thing, you know, like... I'm in the camp, I do think, because you have to be one of two camps. You got to be on the people in lab coats that are like telling you, like, Hey, this is the science. And I'm, I think I got to try to join that side. I'm sorry, everyone. They're like, I do enjoy the conspiracy theories, but I just think I can live my life with it. I enjoy them, <laughs> but I'm like, Am I really going to trust this guy who's like, I think I know, bro? I fucking watch YouTube for eight hours, okay? I think I know more than some scientists. You know, it's hard for me to get on that thing, but. If what the crazy people were saying is true, it would be nuts, right? And so that's what makes you want, you want it to be true because if say it was true and someday they made a movie, you could watch it with your kids and you're like, and I knew and I knew, right? But chances are it's not. And so you're (laughs) like, you just kind of look like a fool. Um, So that's kind of where I'm, I've stood on it lately, but I do agree that the elite, rich people, and the big corporations have taken full advantage, and they are just getting richer and richer by the day, and making you know the wage gap's getting more. It's increasing by more. Even with the minimum wage being fifteen dollars an hour tomorrow for everyone, inflation's made it where that's fucking worse than what seven twenty five was with fucking Trump as president,
1: right? So, so it's people that didn't get a raise, so it was above minimum wage. We're now minimum wage. Now we can't afford, right? All we do is make a lower class. And then, you know, it's not hard for me to believe again that the
0: party of the democrats that seem to thrive off of welfare and giving certain people stuff and social programs have no problem with hopping up a thing that they can then give more social programs. Like, I don't know. It all makes sense. So whenever I hear people talk, I'm like, fuck, I get it, man. But then again, I'm kind of like, yeah, but if there is a virus, I'm sure the vaccine's helping. And these numbers that seem like you don't die if you get the Vaccine, I don't know. You know, I'm going to go with that side. But I understand the allure of the, uh, you know, wanting to be on the right side of history. And you think that you're going to be by, you know, believing these things.
1: Yeah. Did you see where uh, the uh, (laughs) medical marijuana, again, illegal for Indians and Chickasaw Nation? No shit. This is a letter from uh, the attorney at law, Jason D. May from the Chickasaws. Yeah, I want to provide a very important update to the public regarding possession of medical marijuana in the Chickasaw Nation. As of now, the Chickasaw Code does not provide a clearly worded exception for holders of OMMA business or patient license. So they only have
0: they can always have for natives, right? Right. Not anyone that's on native land because we're on native land.
1: Right. So basically a native land goes from like basically here to fucking Warica. Mm -hmm. So basically basically they're saying if these good people get pulled over and their card don't fucking matter to the light horse if that officer chooses to do so. Right. And they're saying that native, they're also saying natives can't hold these businesses, dispensaries, grows, processors.
0: Right. Trying to think of because it's
1: federally illegal.
0: Right, the big one's owned
1: by Ginger, so I think we're safe there. Uh, Apparently, he's wrote a letter. He's trying to get it appealed, but yeah, that's where they're at right now. And maybe they're just trying to word something. They're
0: probably trying to make it where if you're native and you have a store, you're actually paying them taxes and not the state of Oklahoma. I bet there's some shit like that that's going to happen. There has to be a reason they're doing it.
1: Well, the federal basically turned their backs and said they're you know they're not prosecuting anybody for weed right now. Really, basically, they're not making it legal, but they just, but now the chick are kind of being forced as, you know, so they can keep their grant money is what I've been told by other people. I, I don't see. know. Well, they were pushing for bit.
0: legalization before the state was.
1: I know. And they was even uh, rumored to be in on a couple of maybe getting a couple of grows from what I heard. But
0: right. yeah, they can do the real native harvest, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Um, I oh, bet that they'd place be so good.
1: Some, that place got some fines this week, I was told.
0: Oh, yeah. Skinny brought over some stuff from there. Uh, that was actually pretty good. Not too long ago, and I, I know I never go there, so I was like, "Hell yeah, cool, cool." Um, I think I was, you know, talking shit, so he had to bring over some good.
1: Some <laughs>
0: good, some good shit. Yeah, I heard they caught several charges this week. What what can you get charged for? Like fine for? Uh,
1: basically saying uh, he was giving all these employees break time. He was writing off hours. Uh, he's writing them off ten hours of break a day. What? I, yeah, I just trying to get basically just trying to pencil whip everything he got cut and like trying to uh, pencil whip the books on the pot. Right. From That's what it. I heard. I don't know. I don't have any proof to
0: that. Right. Allegedly. Um, yeah, my parents got their liquor store going, you know, and uh, someone tried to give my dad a fake ID the other day. He didn't know him. And then was like with an adult, you know, someone that clearly had an ID. And so my dad was like, Or well, if you're buying it and you're saying it's you and the guy wouldn't. Yeah. And he goes, Well then no. And then the girl came back later with an a native card. And then my dad was like, Well, no, I don't feel comfortable because of earlier. And then he called this person and the guy told him I guess whoever handles our liquor license or yeah. whatever. Um, that they he handled you could accept that if you knew the person, but if you don't, they don't recommend you accept those, which I think is interesting. Um so anyway, Good job on my father, because this is all new to him.
1: See, and that's the thing I don't understand about the uh the Native American or the tribal ID. They have to go through way more to prove who they are. That is who they are. That should cover right. more than any state ID. I yeah. mean, my goodness. I mean, they they supersede everything else. Right. Why wouldn't their ID? Yeah,
0: it's crazy. It's crazy. Um. Oh, since I mentioned fact checking our own stuff, um, a meme I shared, got fact checked and I thought it was an interesting one because it's just an example. I think of how liberal, uh, I mean, obviously that the, the fact checking is on Facebook. And again, I've always kind of felt like a liberal, so it's weird for me to be all hating all the time, but here we are. And, uh, the meme was about how the IRS, uh, the actual thing, and I'll get there eventually, is actually, the actual thing is IRS proposed that they want to monitor everyone's bank accounts that have $600 or more in them f- to catch millionaire loophole shit or something, right? I don't know. And so the meme said, like, sure, they're going to catch millionaires getting, you know, checking everyone's $600 or more in their account. And then that got fact-checked. Because, and it didn't even say it passed or anything in the meme. It was just like, a, yeah, that's why they would won it. And it said, uh, this is partly false. It's missing context. And so I was like, oh, I'm curious what they said. They said, this has not been passed. It has only been proposed. And that was it. That was the fact check. So it has a big thing. It says this is fact checked because they only said they want to do it. Not that they've said it's passed yet. How is that not a, how is that a fact check? Like, that's crazy. Wow. So anyway, I just I'm starting to kind of lose it a little bit, you know, on Yeah, the you, man. You,
1: even the fact checks are just getting they're getting partial ones. They're <laughs> sure. they're just fucking with you. Basically, you said something they didn't like, they're going to fact check it.
0: Yeah, and exactly. And there's so many things on the internet that's missing context. That that's kind of the part of memes, you know, I don't know. Half my
1: sentences are missing context. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh I don't, it's just weird. Yeah, the things they pick and choose uh, and again, if you've ever seen like Joe Biden talk recently and I'm like, I, I don't I, know, I, I, I have no faith, it through it, dude, I have a little faith. Uh, again, I have a little faith in Trump uh, and I think, you know, I learned a lesson from every president, at least I try to, and, you know, through Trump. I think I learned like it doesn't necessarily matter who the president is because like the system keeps going, you know. They can say whatever they want. I basically learned the same thing through Obama because Obama act like he's going to do a bunch of shit. But then Congress was like, no, we're not doing anything. Yeah. And then he didn't do anything because Congress wouldn't let him. They like blocked him. Whereas in Trump, tried to do stuff. But then the rest of the government was like, let's just ignore him. And we're going to keep running like businesses. normal. let him talk, you know, or whatever. Um, and then with Biden, it's like the same thing, except he's not talking. They're like, we're going to do the same thing we did with Trump, or we just kept it all going. And it just doesn't matter who the president is even more. I don't know. It, yeah, that's my thoughts. It at the just lately. shows
1: you the president and they're not even, there's someone behind the scenes or multiple people.
0: Yeah. 100%. Um, I mean, I don't even do about it, I guess. So It doesn't really matter, but just be aware, I guess. You can't have transparency
1: goals. when they don't even know what the truth is. Right. Um, You think we still have gold in Fort Knox? No i
0: wondered, you know, I feel like we probably gave it away to whoever we, whoever owns us now. They're sitting out
1: on the ocean in boats.
0: Yeah. And they just have guards guarding nothing.
1: We had to buy it back and we had to send it to Taiwan for them to stamp it made in Taiwan.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, man, Taiwan's become a big deal. Uh, I know. You know. I hope I'm not right, but apparently that's like the next thing. If if China turns around and says, hey, by the way, Taiwan's like our Hawaii and that's our motherfucking thing. And then they're like, actually, it's been a free state since like 1960, whatever. Uh, and i be like, no, it's just not. And we're right here. And we're just going to go swoop it up real quick and put all of our boats around it. Are we going to fucking war a World War Three over Taiwan? I don't know. I would think we probably won't because we'd be like, who would? But if that happens, uh, like apparently everything in the world that's manufactured, even if it's like made in America, it gets shipped to Taiwan and then shipped back to us. For whatever reason, because that's just the ship... They're so efficient at shipping shit and sorting it that it's more efficient for them to ship shit to Taiwan than just have a factory in America do it. And that's, I think, what they want you to believe anyway. And so anyway, if Challenge Sabre was like, no, 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 that's ours now. Hey, Apparently you can't, it's going to fuck us.
1: You can't tell me that's cheaper than making it and shipping it in our own place. Bullshit.
0: Right. Well, if you watch The Wire uh, in season two, you'll know that there's things like uh, those port unions. So it could be like the port guys or like... Lobbying for it, you know, I mean, there's so many lobbying people yeah. and so many people making money, kinda what? like recycling in America. A lot of people get real excited about recycling, but when you really look into it, very little recycling you do does anything um because most people just burn it, and it used to be all they did was put all your recycled goods on a ship and ship it over to China, and then China just burn it there. To the burner here you burn it there but it made you feel good inside all the people recycling here you know and then even when you get like a real recycling thing that goes to like a real recycling center they can only recycle plastic once that's it and then all, most of the shit you use is already made out of recycled plastic because they want to pre- preach that it's eco-friendly so when you throw it in there by the time that gets to the place they have to just throw it away anyway because it's already made out of recycled plastic you only recycle plastic one time so anyway but you feel good, you know, motherfuckers.
1: Like, I'm looking up around the shop and there's this board that says made in Sweden. No fucking way can that cost less than cutting down our own damn trees and making our own fucking two by four. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if we have no the wood here. No fucking way, man. I
0: don't think we had the forest here like that. Or we also, in other parts, like, I know what I've always been or was told was that we were saving our oil in America. And that's why we had to go get oil from other works in the country so in the or the world. So when the world ran out, we would still have our reserves in America. And I was like, well, that seems stupid. Just figure out another way, which now I guess kind of backdoors into this. I just saw a thing today. I haven't looked into it at all, but apparently they're going to start pushing electric vehicles real hard. And then if you are still driving gas vehicles, you're about to pay like a huge fucking fee or extra for gas or some crazy shit that I was like, Are you fucking serious? I'm this is horse shit. I'm gonna become a super Republican off this fucking presidential term. Damn. If They made me pay even more money for gas right now. I was, uh, and it's, it's already, like my fucking job. It's already
1: over five dollars in Cali.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'd have to fucking quit my job, honestly, and go find a job where I didn't drive as much. I'm like, I just could afford it. They were saying it was like, if you drove a vehicle that was. 28 miles per the gallon and however many miles a day or whatever would come equal of like you'd pay an extra two grand a year and gas slash fines, whichever way it, they done it, whether they taxed you at the end of the year, they taxed you.
1: conspiracy series going to say it's another right taken away, taking our driving privilege.
0: I mean, I would argue that just having to have a license to drive uh, a vehicle is already taking away. They, they invented a right and then took it away from you immediately.
1: Yeah, because that basically that that card is used for everything but driving. Yeah, I mean you take a test, or whatever. But I just think if we were really
0: free, not not to get too crazy, you wouldn't have to take a test to to prove you could. I mean, it's like the same argument, you know. If they wrote in the Constitution one of the amendments where you have a right to fuck to drive a car, people would argue that just like people are like, no, I should be able to have a gun, and then I'd be like, well, I guess if that's, I mean, if it's freedom, you yeah. know, but. Yes. I also think it's not unreasonable to say you should take a test for either one of those things, but I get the, uh, I would get the argument
1: restricted you know? freedom,
0: right? But it's just like, uh, you can't go fishing. I mean, I think that's the craziest license in the world, you know, but it's also cause I enjoy fishing, but the fact you have to go and rather get a lifetime fishing license or pay a yearly fee
1: to go fish at like just, well, that had these people just quitting their jobs and doing nothing but fishing. They they control the fish market because they would be be sitting on these honey holes, yeah,
0: getting sure all the get. fish,
1: and they'd be selling all the fish to the market.
0: I guess that's true. That's true. Um, sad sad affairs. Um, I did always enjoy on the random weekends when all the Asian people would come out. And I know this is going to sound a little racist, but uh, stick with me. Uh, you don't really have Asian people in Southern Oklahoma where I'm from. But for some reason on the weekends, a lot of them would show up at the lake with like one person working 20 fucking catfish poles and they had these crazy contraptions and I would just watch them like, man, they're so proficient. And they would like have these bells on them and they would just like, I mean, they, they turned fishing into a fucking like hardcore game. Right. Whereas in me, especially catfishing, I thought it was so boring, but these guys were like, you know, I don't know. Their eyes were on a swivel They I to pay attention to all the rods. And I was like, that's yeah. pretty cool. And then, if you ever caught like a drum or something shitty, they would take it. They, they would throw it and use it for bait or something. So, yeah. um, you They're, know, not to hate drum. on them, but I, I never knew where they lived. You know, I never, you know, not once in my life, I knew one Asian kid, school, not even my school, a neighboring school. And then I think his parents had like an Asian restaurant. So it made sense. You know, I was like, okay, I get it. But all these other ones on the weekend, I was like, where do they live? Maybe they were in Dallas and they drove. I don't know. You know, I've, I've always wondered. Since then, I'm like, hmm.
1: It might be the only place I could get a fishing spot and be left alone.
0: Yeah, it could be. And I was over here fucking just oogling and ogling, if you will. Um, all right. The only other thing I really have is I watched some NFL highlights, and I really hate the college numbers on the NFL players. And I don't know if I would ever get used to it. I don't know if you've paid attention but there'll be, like, a defensive back or a safety come through, number seven, get an interception, and run. You're like,
1: oh, like I don't, it just hurts yeah, my brain. I seen a number eight playing defensive lineman the other day. I don't, it just hurts my brain to look at because you're like, that's not how this Ours works. by size
0: and position. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There was a, you know, I don't know, like, as an offensive lineman, in general, you'd do, like, a 70s and 60s defensive lineman with uh, – could do eighties and I mean do nineties, I guess would be more, and then also the offensive position. In high school, it was like fifty. Fifty was linebackers in my fifty,
1: 50 to seventies was. Of course, we played both in my high school, right? Yeah, so we just play offense and defense.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Um, but it seemed like yeah, fifties, just was more of a defensive number in general. Um, I don't know why, even yeah. though, like people yeah. played both, it just it felt like that. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, I just watched some highlights and I was like, I don't like it. I think they said something to do with theirs because some organizations have too many numbers retired. And I think some guys can even have the same number on the team. Man, you now.
1: know what i think it is? The 50s was the way I believe it. The 50s was always a center or a linebacker, like you said. Right. The uh, 60s, that was pretty much guards. Like, yeah. My guards kind of has and in the tackles or 70s. That
0: makes sense. I mean, I was then you go on the defensive
1: side of the ball and you had 90s because 80s went to the receivers.
0: Right. Very true. Uh, I was at number 71 my first year. And then my third year, once I got like new jerseys, you know, or whatever, I was 70. And I was really bummed because it was like, you didn't really get to, they didn't order you fucking jerseys. They were like, all right, you're now on the junior high team. Pick a jersey. I'm like, oh, I want number 71. Like,
1: we don't have it. It
0: doesn't exist. So we choose another one. Yeah. You know?
1: like, all but, right. <laughs> well, eventually they got there because, like, the more your high school win, the more money the program got. So the 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 uniforms kept going down. So eventually, everybody had full practice uniforms and everything. But it took some years to get there. Yeah, like, I
0: just wasn't. I enjoyed football. I think I was decent. I just did not have the right mentality for it, you know. And I remember sitting in the locker room, uh, and people it's like there was a guys that would listen to music and get all fucking amped up. and I'd be real calm, and then people would want to start trying to headbutt me before they, I'm oh like, bro, just leave me the fuck. You try to headbutt me before the game? i got to go play again. Like, I'd get all fucking pissy and shit. So I was like, yeah, I just wasn't made for, uh, like, attitude-wise. It wasn't my shit. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad I played, you know, uh, the guy that comes to my mind that headbutted me. You won't call him out uh, by name exactly either. But I see him now because he's a fairly conservative guy. And he's a type that'll post shit like, kids today or fucking weak And, you know, I would never quit and do blah, 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 all this shit. And I'm like, man, I remember when we played Rush Springs. And he was a safety, and a guy was running right at him, and he stepped to the side and tripped him. Tripped the guy and said, you know, form tackling on ah. him, you know? And he stopped him or whatever, got in it, And at halftime, the coach fucking lit him up. My fucking asshole, why aren't you tackling, you know? Because we practice tackle drills. Yeah. And uh, he got real mad and quit, quit the team the next day, you know? Ah. Or whatever. And so, like just to hear you know and i i for whatever reason can't forget this when i see him talking about never you never quit him out or whatever um, well i mean maybe he went on the life and change you know we all change um, <laughs> but, but yeah. i can't help but me mean to people if, that i went to high school with when i see them maybe not be mean i can't help but turn into exactly how i was around people in high school when i'm around them so if they're the type of person i'm gave shit to i might give shit to yeah. them, you know if i'm so it's uh it's a weird thing i don't i don't ever see them either but so that, that helps in general. I try to just avoid any situation that could go wrong. You know, that's my, the way I live my life. You know, if I don't, I know, uh, I'm not a, not a strong man, you know, so I, can, I don't have willpower in moments. So I'm like, I just won't put myself in a position where I'm going to hate, talk some shit on somebody. Uh, so I just won't, won't go there. That's how I feel about it. Um, all right. Last thing. How do you feel about the term let's go?
1: Mm. I don't know. Unless I just say it over and over again, it's all right. Right.
0: Well, to me, it's used all the fucking time. I mean, Is now that- it started, started to me when I, in Big Brother. Now, I'm sure someone's going to be like, no, someone else popularized it. But for me and uh, like power, probably, there was this uh, one season, there was a female football players, like female football league player. Who and she, after her time, she won an event on Big Brother. She'd be like, Let's go, let's yeah, go. And that was the then,
1: season I watched with you. That's no, Could
0: think. be. Uh, and she'd yell it all the time and she ended up winning it. And then there was another guy, maybe the next season named Tyler, who like stole her whole thing and then he yelled it all. And so to me, when I hear Let's Go, I just think of Big Brother. But then I've started to notice that in like other. Sporting events, and maybe it's always been a thing. Maybe since we were children, athletes have been yelling, and it just hasn't stuck out. I Remember,
1: out. A let's go in the locker room all the time, but not not as quite as much as that lady used. It. That, I mean, that was her go to a
0: cheerleader scenario of letsgo. Let's go, you know, like there's those cheers, and there's a let's go in sports in general. But I think that's different. Or it's someone saying let's go in the locker room to like you got a tackle on the football field. Would you jump up and go let's go? You know, like to me, that's what now happens. I may have. For everything. And I think if someone dunks the basketball, they're like, let's go. And it's a let's go for everything uh, in the no, world.
1: Oh, dunking a basketball. What? What?
0: Yeah. See? Uh, yeah. Got switched up. Uh yeah. But I noticed like Tom Brady does it a lot. So, like in every, all these commercials, I feel like Tom Brady always seemed to do in let's Man, go. Man,
1: I just think that's when you noticed it on Big Brother because in my mind, it's been around for a long time, but she did use it. Right. Well, the reason I've been thinking about it is
0: uh, I listened to this podcast that, one of the guys hates it. He fucking just hates people using it. And since he's brought it up, I hear it ever. I mean, like this guy, I guess it's on my mind. So every time I'm watching, I'm like, fuck, everyone says this fucking phrase all the time. So now it's starting to get on my nerves, but, uh, we'll see, you know, I mean, I, there were terms I never thought would die that no one ever says. So eventually it'll die.
1: I don't know. Back in my day, it seemed like everyone said, what's up cat. And I know I brought this up before. Now everyone's like, what's up dog? I think the dog done ran the cat off, I guess. Well,
0: see, I would say, I think dog's definitely done now. I don't think anyone says, I think dude replaced dog a while ago. Uh, I never, I man, I, I didn't get on the dude train. And, uh, I mean, I think dude's probably out of style too. I'm sure it's gone on to something else. Uh, bro. Yeah. Don't even say bro, it's bra. Right, yeah, yeah, It's well yeah. Um, it's just the evolution, man. And Also, these kids wearing fucking non-90s mom jeans and shit. Like boys and girls, and I'm looking and they think they look cool. Could be explaining this to me the other day, so now I've been paying attention.
1: If y'all can see my face, I'm in disbelief <laughs> right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah,
0: it's like shit that, uh, like your mom would have wore. like my mom would have wore, like when she was trying to be comfortable. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, like the
1: pregnant jeans? Yeah, like the, the ones, maternity the was, ones yeah.
0: that go high up and yes. then they're just straight legged. Yeah. Um, that's like, and these kids, they're trying to dress like old 40 year old women. It's a weird look,
1: but it's, like, interesting. Uh, I better not see that on my boy. <laughs> yeah, well. Jeez. In
0: today's world, you never know. Gotta love them all the same. Um, I saw, you well, know, I done some Boy Scouts. He's gonna
1: dress right. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, he done some Boy Scout stuff, right?
1: Yeah, man. He ranked up four classes, man. He's now first-class scout. He's only got, what? Let's see, there's only three ranks between him and Eagle, and he's only 11. So, yeah, man. Boy, gonna get it done.
0: Right on. is Boy Scouts, cool these days,
1: it is, man. I, I like the Scout Master, he's a, a local preacher. But, uh, man, I've been on many campouts with him. Not once as he tried to preach to me or talk about religion or anything, right? And he asked me where it works the other day because I, you know, back when I said last camp out, I went to several months ago, several and uh was talking about, you know, getting a new job. And then finally, he caught me at the car the other day. He's like, So, where'd you, uh, you end up getting a job? And I go, Uh, uh, uh Man, I work at a dispensary. Uh well, I don't understand it, but uh yeah, I was like, Man, they're really kind to me and nice, it's the best job I ever had, and he's he ain't bothered me, he still talks to me. Right. Normal. I he he don't let it hold up because he's a preacher and I work at a dispensary. He, man, he's a cool dude, man. Right. Camping I mean, cash learning all kinds of stuff. How to start fires, I mean. Very
0: few preachers have I ever met that aren't good people i mean i can't
1: think but of most any, of them at so. some point will try to get that corner when it's just you know me and him and all the boys are off doing their camping shit we'll try to get that religious edge in uh,
0: if you're saying youth pastor i agree but if he's a normal pastor no i think i think normal pastors try to be normal old men okay my, i mean i don't know you have different experiences than me i did <laughs> for me i just remember youth pastors being real pushy but normal pastors are like i oh, go to church school Yeah, i don't know but maybe i just knew a lot of
1: old ones you know like all of my preachers i knew were like white haired old men you know they weren't gonna fucking mine was too and he heard i hurt my finger and showed up at my job and just came back strolling through the kitchen like he owned the place eric you all right <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> i mean that's the type of experiences i had i mean it was cool i huh? thought so, you know that he cared that much I mean, uh, we had we had some weird stuff you know i've
0: talked about it before but it's just always in my mind it's not like how i've mentioned uh i felt like our sports locker room was like overly sexualized and you're like you do not have those vibes at all in your school and i'm like i just feel like every day everyone was talking about everyone's dicks and i just always felt like this was weird um and now Again, maybe people remember it differently than me, and maybe maybe I'm just secretly gay, and you know that's why I was thinking of dicks the time. But. I don't know. I was there to play ball, right? But it seemed like that was always a th- like the grade above me, like when we were in eighth grade, and like there, and like every day was about them looking at each other's dicks. And I was like, man, people are fucking weird, and um, it's really whatever stuck with me. But also Falls Creek, which is our church camp. I've thought about it on here before, uh. It was always overly sexual. Like everyone, as soon as you're up in the rooms, were showing their dicks, and the youth pastors were making dick jokes, and it was just all dick shit. And I remember even thinking, and "They're like, God, this is uncomfortable." Uh, you know, it was a little fat kid me, and uh, one of those youth pastors who I really like, he's like still my friend on Facebook somehow with everything I share. And uh, he got fired when I was in like eighth or ninth grade. No, nah, maybe. Uh, I- I know the kid, let's see, the kid that got him fired because he told his mom what happened and he should have for sure was three years younger than me. And I think he was in fifth or sixth grade. So yeah, I'd have been eighth or not. And, um, he done this joke where he put his dick over his wrist and called it the ill-skinned watch, but he did it to like another RA. Now I was aware of this because when I was in seventh grade, he did that shit as well. And I remember it, and it was kind of odd. And cause like him and other RAs were all like just, ha oh, ha, oh, look at our dicks. And these RAs were like high school kids, right? Now, not all of them. Rusty, our cousin, he would be an R A and he would never have done this shit, right? You know, but like there were certain ones that were weird and I don't know how else to explain it. And so, like a lot of my memories of church camp. Or that, or like people trying to shower and people ripping the curtains back so they could look at some dude fucking naked. And I'd always be like, oh, I hated it, man. I don't mm-hmm. know. So
1: maybe this. Is I a mean, there was my- a few like if someone was like you know trying to take a dump or something, someone to fuck with, someone like pull the curtain, like you know. But it didn't happen every day, right? I mean, there was, not I mean, other than going to the shower and back to your locker room and putting on your fucking clothes, there was no fucking right. dick talk. I mean, it. I mean, you got uh, your business done and got on with your day,
0: dude. Oh. Like, and, uh, for instance, like, there was one kid at grade old with me uh, who was this black dude who had a very large penis, right? Like, biggest penis in the school or whatever. And, and so it was, like, every day, people in his class would be like, oh, let's look at your dick, how big your dick is. And I'd be like, holy shit. And actually, at the time, I plan didn't think holy shit. I was just like, this is normal. This is what I guess fucking dudes do, is they want to look at everyone's dicks all the time. Well,
1: there and, was um, one dude in a class that, uh... It rolled it out one time where we rolled it out on a table and they was over there fucking like three or four of them around fucking measuring it. I just I just stayed in my seat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was there when he rolled it out, but I was like, I wasn't over there involved with it. I mean, there were others. There were definitely situations like that as well. I just felt like. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. It seemed very prevalent.
1: I mean, that was very rare. I, mean, I don't know. We didn't play that way where I come from. Right, I, I think we were just, you know We were on the precipice of the new age, I guess <laughs> My generation <laughs> I knew Warica was behind times and all Yeah <laughs> I, mean, uh, I was ahead of the times in
0: fucking 2021, shit That's true, that's true I don't know what t- how it is there uh, I don't, uh, so my parents got their store going My mom's working fucking basically two jobs now um, So I'm like, well, good, good luck with that She called me the other day, just fucking tired of shit
1: Man, it looks like she's got some good ideas. I mean, no thank Uncle Rick, but I think they're Aunt Pam's ideas. I mean, just right. <laughs> I mean, he's there trying. Uh, you No, know, no, nah, nah, I mean, just some of the stuff is like, yeah, that's a woman's touch. Right. You
0: know what I mean? I mean. Well, certain things, I mean, I could give them ideas because they don't care about my input. Uh, now, in general, they're just trying to get people coming and say, well, I would like this, and then they order it. You know, yeah. that's they're going to try to do that strategy. But like the one, it was like emoticon vodkas. And I was like, well, that seems like the stupidest fucking shit. Know, but maybe it, someone would buy it. They I showed know. a
1: picture the next day, and it was half gone. Oh, well, there you go. At least that's the way I looked at it. Well, I thought when they first showed it, it was full. <laughs> you would
0: like this. I'll have to give away their secrets here. Uh, but my mom said they had something at the front. I don't remember what, like by the register. And they weren't selling at all. And so they just took like three or four of them and hit them like someone bought them and then the next day like all of them sold out except those three dude, there's tricks for days dude yeah <laughs> right, and look, I look. said that sounds like some shit Snappy you would do with this suspension. man
1: like okay we had when I started they had all this uh, weed in shake bags and you couldn't see you know people was like what's that all? Oh, shake three dollars a gram no one ever really even looked at it. I didn't even open one right and then I had then I had an abundance of shake and I just like left it in a jar on a shelf and the other guy comes in and was like what's that I was like man it's fucking shake man I ain't trying to sell it as bud I was like, yeah. and so we just turned it on its side, stuck it in a display case. With a week and a half, I sold, it. and then I jarred up every bit of shake I had. Sold out of it less than a week, right. and I'd been holding on to that shit for weeks. Right? You know, I mean, just placement. You watch the customers when they come in, where their eyes are going. I move shit there, and even the even the tip jar. Okay, if I leave my tip jar empty to start the day. That motherfucker, 9 out of 10 times, will stay empty. Right. If I put a dollar in there, it'll grow. The other day, I put a $5 bill and a $1 bill. I had 38 fucking dollars before I left. That motherfucker exploded. I call it the the bait dollar. If you don't put your bait dollars in there, if I, I try to put three or four ones in there, get it going. But if there's money in there, they just keep putting it in there. And it's such a stupid trick. Hell Yeah. But it works every time. I mean, I've been clearing fucking 90 bucks a week of tips. I normally just put on my loose change in a tip jar.
0: And then uh, today I went to a place and I was a quarter short with or I I mean, it wasn't a quarter short. I had to break a 20 or I was a quarter short. And I said, hoping the person would be like, I'll cover the quarter because that's what like, I want to do. And they didn't. So I was like, fuck, you, you don't get this 75 cents. Better hand me that fucking 75 cents and you ain't getting it. Tip jar.
1: I was pissed. A couple of guys. They uh, I know where they work at a convenience store I usually don't uh, visit. But man, so many of their employees, you like come in the shop and <laughs> it just happened to be the route I take because of all the construction. So I went the other way. So I stopped in that store and I get to the counter and I noticed he didn't see who I was because he just had a customer from me. Walked up to the window. And I was like, hey man, what you got on that $3 shelf? This motherfucker turned around and seriously stared at the cigarette shelf for like 20 seconds. I'm like, hey, hey. He turned around and was like, you motherfucker, <laughs> because they always come in and hit that $3 pre-roll shell. I got him good. Like he turned around, don't even have a $3 shell, but he turned around. <laughs> it, it was good time.
0: Yeah, man. Cigarettes are so expensive. You know, $3 cigarettes. Yeah, I know. Um, it's a crazy world. I'm glad I quit. All right, man. Well, uh, I think we covered some shit. Hopefully, uh earlier we only lost like three seconds of shit, I think. So anyway.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Uh Maybe next week, Skinny will join us, and uh, good luck, a single dad in it this next week.
1: Oh man, hope you don't have no drama. Peace, peace.